0: God. (laughs) Bless the Lord. (laughs) Thank you. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, I I don't know about you, but it's almost like you can't do anything wrong these days. He's always here, not that I've seen anything. It just doesn't matter what song you sing. doesn't matter how you position yourself, what seat you sit in, who you're sitting next to. Uh, he's here. He's in our midst. Amen. He's here. I want you turn to someone and say, he is here right now. He's here now. And uh, we just give honour to him. Amen. In everything we do, we give honor to Him. Yeah, Hallelujah! Thank you, Joy, Joy, Jesus. Oh, I've got to speak properly now. Wow! Thank you, Father. We've had a testimony today, which I want—I've asked Nellie and Daniel to share. Where's Nellie? Is She here? Where is she? Nellie, come up! Come up! Come up! Give Nellie a hand as she comes up. (laughs) Where's Daniel? Come on, Daniel! (laughs) Hallelujah! Thank you, Father. Come on, up you come. Yeah, up the stairs. (laughs) Really excited about this testimony and uh, love testimonies, yeah? The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And, you know, as you hear, testimony releases the the, the power of God, the anointing for him to do it again and again and again. Amen. And, uh, you know, quite often I find that people, when they hear a testimony, if we position ourselves in a place, well, what about me? Yeah? or we hear a prophetic word over someone and we say we well what about me do you know the more we celebrate what God does in others lives then we position ourselves to actually partake you know the testimony here today you might not need the testimony in this area but you partake of your miracle you celebrate someone else's guess what you are set up for your own Amen. You, you celebrate somebody else's breakthrough. You are set up for your own breakthrough. But we can't exclude ourselves. We mustn't stand back and say, oh, well, that's them. Yeah. And when we do that, often we're valuing ourselves according to our own flesh or our own ability. Amen. But God loves everyone, as Scott just said then. God so loved the world. Turn to someone saying, that means you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That means us. Amen. So, <laughs> glory. We want to share for us?
1: Well, if I can just read this Bible verse, Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible for one who believes. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. Um, three months ago, um, Pastor, yep, three months ago, um, well, Daniel wants to be a pilot, commercial pilot. He did not pass the test two years ago. This is the color vision test. And this is well, basically the most important thing that, you know, to become a pilot. Um, Three months ago, I asked Pastor Kim to agree with us and pray for Daniel. So last Friday, he went to do the uh, color assessment diagnosis test. So he passed the test. (laughs) So the um, specialist said this will be your permanent record, so you pass the test, you can do the commercial piloting. So praise God.
0: How good is God. So what what happened was when he had the color test, the color bl- you know people color blindness? Yeah, he, he didn't pass because of his because of his colour blindness. And he had prayer. Um and the I believe the optician said that if okay. it happened once, it, it, that's it, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't not pass that test and
1: then and pass it. And this second test is the, the highest one. So, yeah, yeah. The first, like, yeah. you know, the basic yeah. and then yeah. to yeah. do the second test, which is more complicated, and he passed the test. Because oh, of, you know. oh, yeah. Amen.
0: How good is that? Why don't you stand up and give God glory for that? Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. So healed of color blindness, so that you can fulfill the dream in your heart. How good is God? Anyone need a breakthrough so they can fulfill the dream in their heart? Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, Father, lift your hand up if you need help with your eyes. Lift your hand up. That's what you have. Father, just do it again. Lord, we ask you to do it again. Father, you love each and every person here who has their hand raised up. Problems with their eyes, Lord, you love them just as much. Will you turn to, if you've got someone with their hand up around there, would you turn around right now and just pray for them and just release healing over their eyes in the name of Jesus and just say, Lord, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Amen. Bless the Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you, darling. Congratulations. How good is that? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you. Glory to God. Hey, hey, (laughs) God has some things laid up for us, yeah, right now, they're available to us now, he has things laid up for us in heaven, as it is in heaven, let it be that way on earth, Lord, amen, as it is in heaven. People have been praying that prayer for 2,000 years. Lord, let it be on earth as it is in heaven. And I believe there's so much laid up in heaven that God wants to release over us right now. Amen. Over our homes, over our families, over our relationships, over our city, over our nation. Amen. Hallelujah. It's laid up. It's like I see heaven just sort of loaded. Yeah. And he's he's ready to open out the heavens and pour out a blessing that you cannot contain. Amen? What does that mean? You're just going to have to give it away. It's just like, hey, you can't fit it into your vision. You can't fit it into your dream. It has to affect somebody else. Amen? Janine, I've just got a word for you. Would you just stand up, please? And uh, I was just praying for you and the Lord just said, it's laid up. It's laid up. It's just laid up. Amen? It's, it's laid up. It's loaded. I've written some of it down. What has been laid up is about to be poured out. Hey. I say what it has been laid up is about to be poured out. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. And what has been laid up in heaven has, has gained immense interest. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. What's been laid up has gained interest because it's been laid up in the richness of heavenly soil. You have sown into heavenly soil. I said you have sown into heavenly soil. And what has been sown into heavenly soil has been laid up For a time such as this, hallelujah! And the dam is about to break. The heavens are about to open, and it's about to be poured forth. Bless the Lord. Someone needs to be blessing the Lord. You know when God brings stay there. When God brings these words, He brings them not only for an individual. What He when He touches an individual's life, He touches a nation's life. Come on. Hey. Hey. Because it has been laid up in the richness of heavenly soil. It's about to open heaven. He's about to open heaven and pour out a blessing that cannot be contained. And that blessing is provision for the vision. I said that blessing is provision for the vision. Hallelujah. So hey. Lengthen the stakes. Lengthen the stakes. Hallelujah. And I just see those stakes being so firmly grounded. It's like he himself has put that 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 hammer to him and nailed him to the ground. Bless the Lord. They're in a strong and secure place because of the foundation that's been laid. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's celebrate the Lord. Hallelujah. You're going to see the outcome of that. I said you are going to see the outcome of that. I said you are going to see the outcome of that. Amen. Because God watches over his word to bring it to pass. You know when a word is from God because he actually establishes it. It comes to pass. Amen Hallelujah. Thank you God. Thank you God. Hallelujah. Hey Whew. well <laughs> Scott, thank you for um, uh, bringing that word with communion because it, I believe that the reality of the new creation is about to be made known. yeah God wants us to know the reality. He wants us to experience the reality of being a new creation. And a lot of the things I'm going to say today are so simple. I was checking, checking myself, saying, Lord, do you seriously want me to say this? He says, yeah, I want this to become real. And that's my language for what you were saying. Where is Scott? Up the back there. That's my language for that. It's like he wants this to become real. Amen? Amen. He wants the word to become real. What does that mean? He actually wants us for, to pass our knowledge. That it actually becomes experiential knowledge. He wants the experience of being a new creation to be known to us. That it's not just words that we hear, but it's a life that we experience. Oh, hallelujah. Walking and living in a new creation, a new creation reality. This is real. This kingdom that Jesus speaks about is real. Amen? Hallelujah. And he's pouring out spirit of wisdom and revelation like never before. That you can anchor on a word that you have known forever, it seems, and all of a sudden it will quicken you. And God will breathe on it. Amen? And the reality will start to be outworked in our life. That he gives us a new lens to see through. He wants us to see through being a new creation. He wants when we hear the the, the 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 hear the news of the world to actually see through the lens that he sees through, and that lens is that nothing is impossible to him who will believe my word. Amen. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible. He brings this word, and it's like an embryo. He brings it in embryo form. He quickens it. He conceives it in our heart. When he brings the word, he conceives it in our heart, and it becomes an embryo. But he wants it to be actually fully matured in us. But he wants it to us to bring. He wants to birth it into our lives. But you see, the word comes and quickens and sometimes it's a little bit too simple, we think. But you know, if we sit on it and we allow it to to produce in us, to grow in us, yeah, to develop in us, hallelujah, it will spring forth and we will experience it. Amen? If we don't allow the distractions of the age to actually come and 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 take it up and, and snatch it and steal it from us. But we sit on it. Why do we sit on it? Because we've heard from the Lord. And God in this season is opening our ears that we would hear from Him. And He is opening our eyes that we would actually see what He is saying. Hallelujah. He wants us to see what He is saying. He wants us to, to, to meditate it until we get such a clear picture of it that it's more real to us than the circumstances that we see. And yes, you've heard me say it before but God's saying the door is open there are doors opening into this realm of the spirit where the things that God speaks to us are more real than anything we hear anything we see and anything that we experience hallelujah that's the reality of the new creation well well, that's worth going home right now that one that'll just do me I can sit on that for a bit myself now glory to God you're not shouting, you're not shouting good enough, you're not responding well enough. That's a good word right there. Amen. Come on. You know, there is a river that he wants us to enter into. But he needs permission. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Well, this is certainly a true statement here right now in Luke 4, if you want to turn with me to it. In the New King James Version, we see that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Hey, come on. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel. (laughs) Yes. Hey, to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight. Glory to God, to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, the day where free favours from God profusely abound. I said free favour from God profusely abound. Hallelujah. You know when you know when you recognize that the spirit of the Lord is upon the word, when somebody speaks when I'm speaking that out, free favor from God profusely abounds. Is there do you need a favor right now? I said, do you need a favor right now? God, give me a fa- do me a favor right now. Hallelujah. Hey. Hey. Bless the Lord. Amen. Ooh, ooh! <laughs> ah. Holy, holy, holy Spirit! Is anyone ready for a move of God? When He moves, you better start agreeing with Him. I said, when He moves, you better start agreeing with Him. Your agreement gives Him permission to move on your behalf. I'm going to say that again. Your agreement gives Him permission to move on your behalf. Does anyone need him to move on your behalf today? Give him permission. Say amen. Glory to God. I'll have that. I'll have a favor. I need a favor. Do me a favor right now. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Acts 18, verse 38. Our God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all, someone say all, all who were oppressed All who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. You know, this door opened to wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of the truth. That word there, if you need healing in your body right now, that word all carries enough substance to bring healing to your body. Because we know that Scripture says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Someone saying, I've heard this before. Someone needs to be reminded that your now comes when you come into agreement with it. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So this is the message. This is our message. This is the message that we carry. How God anointed Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Spirit and power. And he went about doing good and healing all. Amen. That the spirit of the Lord is upon him. You see, if we preach the right message, we create the right response. And the word of God is good news. The gospel is good news. But, you know, we have to preach the right message. Yeah. thank you father when we preach the right message Jesus becomes irresistible and that's what he wants to be he wants to be irresistible what does that mean he doesn't want us to resist him when the right message is preached people will find him irresistible I mean because you can mention Jesus and people have got all sorts of excuses why Jesus would not be interested in him in them but if we preach the right message, he becomes irresistible. I cannot resist that. I mean, are you serious? He went about doing good and healing everybody? That he met everybody? Are you serious? He met everybody's need? Are you saying he'll meet mine? Yes, he will. Well, then I can't resist that sort of love. I can't resist that sort of love that gave his only son for me. I can't resist that. You see, this message that we carry is irresistible. Because it's Jesus plus nothing. It's Jesus plus nothing. No matter who we're speaking to, it's Jesus plus nothing. The people would even have an encounter with his love. And you know, he wants us, the church, to have an encounter with his love. Yeah? He wants to breathe on that first love, even right now, today. Bless the Lord, that we cannot stop praising him. It's what the psalmist said, I will not be silent. He wants us to have an encounter with him where we cannot be silent about him. That nothing would stop us singing his praises. I'm looking forward to a meeting where we just get so lost and we've had them before over the years that we cannot stop praising God. And that people stop looking at their watches and listening to their stomach. That our spiritual hunger gets so great that we just say, bring it on and keep on. Let's keep on. Let's keep on. Let's keep on. You know, I, I wouldn't think for a moment that if Jesus come in here and he started preaching, that we would say, well, you just wait a minute because I've got an appointment at two o'clock and I have to be there. Hey... And someone says, well, what about? What about? What about this? What about that? What, what about? What, what? You know what? He swallows. The, he, he's enough to meet every need in this place. He's enough. His grace is enough. We haven't anywhere near tapped into the supply that he has for us. Because it's unlimited. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 Do you think if he could move on you for a miracle that he could move on the person that's waiting for you after this meeting? Oh, come on, look just is that all right? Is that all right to say that? Yeah. He can even send an angel to turn the oven off so your lamb will not burn. I mean, we keep him in this little box. Amen. He can extend your capacity so one hour seems like five minutes. He wants your one hour in his presence to seem like, to you, like one second. And how he does that is he fills you with a hunger and a thirst for him that nothing can satisfy except him. Someone says, I can get that at home. There's nothing like the corporate anointing. Sorry about that. Not sorry. Amen. Bless the Lord. Have you got time to breathe him in? Have you got time to listen for him to speak? We need time to listen for him to speak because we need to know what to speak. That's a good word right there. I said we need time to listen to his voice so that we know what to say. That's brought me right in on what I thought I might speak about today. We need to hear his voice so that our words become effective. Amen? In a way, he wants to silence us so that we will hear. But he wants to silence the noise that is surrounding us continually. But we have the power to silence it by listening into what he is saying. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Hey. So here's my message. And it's your message too. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 15, he died for everyone. So that that thing that's worrying you right now will be dead to you. Amen. (laughs) So that those who receive this new life, this resurrection life, will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ, who died and was raised for them. For you, he died for you and was raised for us. Amen. Glory to God. So that verse 16, so that we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view at one time. We thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. Verse 17, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become A new person. See, God wants to make this real. Someone says, I know that 30 years ago I knew that. No, he wants to make it real. This is the new creation reality. The reality is that you are a new creation. Yeah? Has become a new person. The old life is gone. And a new life has begun. You see, he wants to come and scoop us up out of the old life and into the new. And if, if there's anything I'm hearing from God right now is, hey, let's get into the new. Basic word, foundation word. But have we entered into the new? Or are we still living from the same old perspective? Are we still seeing through the same lens as we did before we knew Christ? You see, he could become your saviour, but he wants to become your Lord. He wants to become our Lord, not just our saviour, you see. He said to me, Kim, you're going to be surprised who answers altar calls in the days ahead, because many have received him as saviour, but not Lord. And I saw so many coming and throwing themselves on the altar. What does that say? It's no longer I that live, but the Christ that lives within me. I said it's no longer I that live because I don't want to spend my time here looking after the things of this earth. Occupied with everything that's going on around my world and not experiencing the newness of life that he gave me. Amen? Anyone in agreement with that? Are you over trying to make things happen? Are you over trying to be satisfied with the things of this world? Are you over storing up the things of this world? Are you over being disappointed that they are not enough? That it's not enough? I'll just let that sit for a while. Hallelujah. You see, there's so many new beginnings that haven't begun. I said there's so many new beginnings that haven't begun. It's a good word to have in the beginning of the year. There's some new beginnings that haven't begun yet because we haven't had the revelation of who we are in Christ and what happened when we received Jesus, not only as Saviour, But as Lord, what does that mean? He reigns and I reign with him. Well, he becomes the senior partner of my life, not the junior partner, you know. That's where I make all the decisions and he follows along. Hallelujah. New creation realities. Let's look in verse 18 and all of this all of this all of this all of this is a gift from god the gift of newness of life is a gift from god who brought us back to himself through christ and god has given us this task of reconciling people to him we've been given a task of reconciling people with him and we have an incredible word we have a message amen We have the message that people are waiting for. This message we are waiting for ourselves to come into the fullness of the revelation of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 19. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. Jesus is all you need. Amen. (laughs) You and him, that's enough. Glory to God. For God was in Christ and Christ is in you. you. see, God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. And now Christ is in you, reconciling the world to him. Amen. That means our lives bring a display of what he is like. You see, the new creation brings the display of what he is like. Because we're created in his likeness. So it's sort of like God is saying now, let the real you step forward. And the real you is the spirit which is created in the image of God. Let the spirit lead. Let the real you now take over this life. You're created in his image. Let the real you now... Let the real you now lead your life. I said, let the real you begin to lead. The real you begin to speak. Oh, hallelujah. The real you. That we, we, we let go of those weights and that stuff that so easily besets us and we run towards the prize of the high calling in him. Let the real you begin to order your steps. I said, the real you begin to order your steps. Bless the Lord. Well, this is a good word, isn't it? Never knew I was going to say this today. Probably wouldn't have come if I'd known that I was. (laughs) Let the real you begin to speak. I said, let the real you, the spirit man created in the image of God, filled with the knowledge of God's will, begin to speak. Oh, hallelujah, that's such a good word. I feel like saying it over and over again. Let the real you rise up. I feel like roaring like a lion. (laughs) Hallelujah. 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 Let the Spirit of God untap the resource that's placed on the inside of you, which is Christ within you, the hope of glory. The resource you are this you are this nation's resources. you carry them you know, I, I get down there sometimes and walk around because I think I'll just self-combust if I don't work this out a bit, you know, walk it out. Ah, ha. Strengthened with might in our spirit and our inner man. Amen. By the Holy Spirit indwelling our innermost being. What is on the innermost being in you? Some of you say, well, you don't really know me. I know what's in you. If Christ is in in you, you are the hope. You have Christ within your innermost being. That's who you are. You are exactly who God says that you are. Some of you had diagnosis over you. And I tell you something, if it's not in line with the Word of God, it's a lie. Don't take it. Don't take the lie. Don't take the lie. Don't receive the lie. Come on. You may as well leave them behind today. You are holy ones. You are righteous ones. You are God's hope for this generation. Some of you say, well, I'm the hope. Yes. Exactly. Thank you, Father. He doesn't see you dead and slain in your sins and your trespasses. While you were, he gave you the very life of Christ himself. The same life that he quickened him with, he quickened you with. You're born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Verse 20, so we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead. We better get our words right if we say, you know, if we're saying we're a Christian, we better start speaking like him. Yeah. You know, when you say you're a Christian, you are saying you are anointed. You are the anointed in his anointing. You are representing him. So every word that comes out of your mouth represents what he would say. That's what you're saying. Well, that'll do it. I'm going to read it again. Verse 20. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Come back to God. God is making his appeal through us. You know, and I believe, I believe that God is making an appeal today. I seriously believe, is saying, come back. Come back to that place. Come back to the place of new beginnings, but see yourself through the eyes of Jesus. Yeah? See what he sees. Completely change your world. Amen? For so many of us are waiting for things to change that have already changed. As far as God's concerned. <laughs> you're, getting, you're waiting to get things right that are already been made right. As far as he is concerned. You see, he wants to tell us how to think. He wants to show us how to think. He wants to show us how a new creation thinks. He wants to show you how the, how the real you thinks. Who's the real you? Your spirit on the inside thinks very differently to some things that you're thinking with your mind, your unrenewed mind and your flesh about you. You see, Philippians 4.13 tells us, I can do all things through Christ, which is the anointed in his anointing who strengthens me. You see, he wants to renew our mind to the Word of God, where we say, I can't do that. I'm not capable of that. Hey, hang on just a second. Christ is in you, and he says that you can do all things. Someone say, all things, through Christ who strengthens me. In other words, whatever he tells you to do, you can do through his strength, which resides on the inside of you. Time to tap into it. You see, he might not tell me to do what you're doing, but I need to hear what he's telling me to do and come to the realization that I can do what he has called me to do because I have Christ within me who strengthens me to do what he asks me to do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You see, this message gives options that we never knew were possible. I tell you, you're being offered options that you never thought was possible. That's why you can give glory to God. I'm standing in today. This is actually impossible. What I'm doing right now, you need to know, is impossible. Somebody that's known me since birth, yeah? Someone that... Forevers. What I'm doing right now is impossible. But I'm doing it through Christ who strengthens me. I have such confidence in what I'm saying because I know he's not saying it. I know I'm hearing from him and I'm saying what he has told me to say and what he is telling me to say. Amen? As that anointing within comes together with the anointing that's upon. Yeah? So I can do what I'm doing right now because Christ is strengthening me. As I'm speaking, I'm getting stronger and stronger and stronger on the inside. And I like what I'm saying because some of it I'm hearing for the very first time. Some of it I've heard before, but some of it I'm hearing. Someone say to me, I'm hearing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Peter 1, verse 23. I'm just going to repeat what I said right now uh, before. was Words spoken, these words that are being spoken are actually releasing opportunities that you never knew existed for you. That you never thought was possible for you. Yeah? Releasing opportunities, that's what the prophetic word does. It untaps, it goes before and prepares the way of the Lord. Opportunities. Turn to someone and say, opportunity is knocking. But you see, when you hear this word, you you can't evaluate it through your own flesh. You can't take that word and then start to look at the old man. See, we hear a word and then we look at the old man, even the old experiences that we've had. Yeah? But God says, I don't want you to look at the old. I want you to look at the the truth, that the fact is, I mean, oh, hallelujah, that you have been, the truth is, not the fact, the truth is that you've been created in the image of God. Yeah? That Christ in you strengthens you to do everything that he has spoken to you about. Right, and, and 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 the scripture tells us that greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. That's your truth. It needs to become your truth. I said it needs to become your truth. Because that holiday in the Bahamas that you're looking forward to isn't going to change your life. I don't care how long you go there for. Well, just get away from it all and have fun. Don't care, you'll still come back to the same person you were before you left, unless it's the Word that's renewing your mind. A whole load of truth in those few statements. 1 Peter 1 verse 23. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible. Hallelujah. Through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. You have been born again of incorruptible seed, immortal seed, immortal seed. Why does the body of Christ worry about death so much when we've been born again of immortal seed, which means we have received eternal life now? Now. That means that God looks ahead and sees what you need and has prepared it already for your future. Your past mistakes didn't determine your future. Yeah? I said you Past mistakes haven't determined your future. No matter when you repent, oh, come on, whether it's today. When you repent and change your mind, your past mistakes no longer have the power to determine your future. Because God saw the mistakes you were going to make and looked ahead and made it right prepared your future a little over sidetrack there back on course repentance is a beautiful thing church yeah what does that mean i've changed my mind whoa i've changed my mind i want to change my mind while i'm here not when i'm there when i see what i could have done or what he could have done through me amen if only if only yeah thank you lord Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. When Mary heard an angel speak, faith came, and with a mouth, she received the promise of the Saviour. Has anyone heard God speak today? I think I'll finish there. Yeah? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Why don't you stand up? Glory to God. Glory to God. We're going to be be sitting on this new creation realities for a while. There's some things we need to learn about ourselves. I said there's some things we need to learn about ourselves. You see, when we're born again, we get into this word and we begin to discover who we really are. Now you're born again. Now you're a new creation. He wants you to find out who you are. Some of us haven't found out who we are. We haven't, none of us have completely found out who we are. But he wants us to join in on the discovery of finding out who we are in Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. He wants us to begin to look into this word, which a scripture calls a mirror, that we would look into the mirror of the word and believe what we're seeing about ourselves. I want to add it's never too late. Preach that to someone next to you. It's never too late. So don't use the word retirement around me. There's too much change awaiting me. There's too much change awaiting us, church. Amen? And there will be a generation that cross the finishing line together and we never know which one that's going to be. Amen? Hallelujah. Hey. We used to sing some amazing old songs. That's what's good about living longer than some. There were songs that we used to sing that just released the scriptures all over us. Any songwriters, listen to me, whether you're online or whether you're in the room. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. Old things have passed away. I've been born again. More than a conqueror, that's who I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. Amen. Give it up for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That sort of statement is the words that the angels are waiting. They're hearkening for those words. They hearken to the word of the Lord. Amen. They listen. They're waiting for the word of the Lord to be spoken. And that's where they go. And that's where they're given their assignments. Hallelujah. The words out of your unrenewed mind don't assign your angels to do anything for you. Many of them are standing there twiddling their thumbs, waiting for you to speak the word of the Lord that he has spoken to you so they can get busy bringing to pass your destiny and your future the way he sees it, which is far greater than you can see it. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Someone say, bring it on. Come on. Thank you, Father. Bring on revelation knowledge, Lord God, that we no longer see ourselves according to the flesh, but we see ourselves according to the Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We no longer want to be limited by how what we can see us doing. Show us what we can do in and through you, Lord. By making you Lord, not just Saviour, but Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Father, I thank you for your word. Holy Spirit, I would ask that you would bring this word to remembrance. The things that you have spoken to our hearts today, Lord. The entrance of your word brings light. The areas of our life that you have illuminated today, Lord. The things that you have breathed on, Father. The hopes that we thought were gone that you have breathed on us. Breathed on, Father. And shown us, Father, that what seems impossible to us is possible to you, Father. And is possible as we believe it. Nothing is impossible to us if we will believe who we are. And not what the world calls us. And not what the circumstances dictate. But Father, we decree that nothing is impossible to us because we believe your word. We are believers. Hallelujah. And Father, we would ask that you would help our unbelief. Well, bless the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. I just feel like giving God a really big shout. Anybody else a good way to finish? Hey! <laughs> ha! Ha! Come on. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You know, while you were shouting to the Lord, then it's almost like out of your mouth I could see new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings. I'm declaring new beginnings over you. I'm declaring new new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings. Hey! Wows! Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Play it again. Listen to it again through the week. Get on, thingos, and listen to it again. Listen to it again and again and again and again and allow it to do the work that it was sent to do in you so that he can do the work in you that Jesus came to give you and do for you. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah.